Musical. Musical. Nailed it. <laughs> we killed it. We did it. We are here. We are ready for this musical episode. I have to say I was very excited for this episode all week long. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we like, I think we need to continuously do episodes that we want to do. Yeah, that, that seems, seems to like get us to actually record. <laughs> like scheduling was actually easy. Yeah, we made it happen <laughs> relatively quickly. So. Oh man, okay, so basically what we decided was we were going to each pick a musical that's popular but that we mm-hmm. don't like. Mm-hmm. So our least favorite popular musicals. Yep. And we were going to talk about them yeah. with you. And um, I think we talked about playing like the most erroneous song and like yeah. talking about it. Yes. Uh, doing it like, wait, hold on. For sure. And Phantom, we agreed, was going to be our shared one because yeah. that's what spurred this episode to yeah. begin with. Yep. Um, and the other two are... Piddly, 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 One of us has to say... <laughs> Uh, I was peedling, so... Rent and a chorus line. I feel like we're going to get a lot of hate. We may this. we may lose some friends, after but, this. you know... We picked, like, two very popular musicals yeah, we to picked, just I mean, I think three. On. I think Phantom's three pretty popular. popular. Like, look, I didn't get into the podcasting game to make friends. That's true. I made... I That's came true. in to lose friends. But we'll tell you why we don't like them. Yeah. Why they run forever. Why yeah. we think they've run yeah, forever. Yeah, that'll be... Yeah. An interesting take. Yeah. And then there's um, a another a like surprise. special treat at the end. Special treat at the end. So stick with us because you don't want to miss this. Please listen to the whole thing, Julia. <laughs> um, who listened to our podcast for the first time last week. You guys are actually pretty funny, was our quote. So yep. thank you, Julia. We finally made it. We can be done now, I think. Yeah, this can be it. <laughs> take that, Mackenzie. Okay. Should we start with Phantom of the Opera? Uh, why don't we build a Phantom? Okay, cool. Um, let's, let's start with... Let's start with Chorus Line, because okay. I don't know it. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so, disclaimer, I understand that this was a very, like, historically relevant musical, and the okay. same thing goes for Red, right? Like, yeah. I understand the place that they have in the canon. Yeah, totally. Which is the argument that everybody has every time. I'm like, I don't really like it. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Why do you say, I don't really like it in that voice? I don't know, because it's not popular to okay. not like it. Okay. <laughs> it's my I don't like things voice. Okay, sure. sure I sure, have sure. to make sure I'm really annoying and whiny about it. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Okay. Um, Sorry, anyway. But, so, and also, I'm a huge fan of the public, and I understand that A Chorus Line came out of the public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I still just can't. And I've also been in the show, so I think that's... Oh, yeah. Was this the show that you, Singing in the Rain, Yes. Okay. okay. I had to sing backstage for the entire show, which is for another episode. I was one of the cut dancers, which, like, I can tell you there's nothing worse than getting cut on stage every night in the first five minutes of a show. Can you tell me kind of how it works? Yes. Because okay. I, I don't... This this show is, like, something I'm Great. not familiar yes, with. Yes, I'll give you the rundown. So, basically, you it's based around, like, a dance audition for a Broadway show. Right. Or an audition for a Broadway show, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it, also, it's all based on, like, interviews from real people okay. from, like, a real audition. So it's kind of, like, documentary style, like, mockumentary kind of thing. Mockumentary. Um, Jim Halpert's there yeah. turning to the camera. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. But so it comes in, and the opening sequence is them, like, learning a dance combination. Mm-hmm. They do the dance combination. A bunch of them get cut. Sure. Me, in college. Sure. Um, and once they get cut... Then these people who are left, we, like, learn their stories. And we, like, find out all these things about their lives and, like, all gotcha. this stuff. And all the issues they're going through. And there's this big emotional monologue because Paul is gay. And then he breaks his ankle and he can't be a dancer. And okay. Cassie's in love with... Paul. No. Oh. Paul's gay. But Cassie's oh. in love with the choreographer. And okay. he's, like, really mean to her. And he, like, comes from the audience. It's There's a lot of weird shit that okay. happens. But in the end, he cuts half of them. So okay. half of these people you just spent the entire show from your relationship with, half mm-hmm. of them get cut. Do so, they get cut, like, and that's the end of the play? Is yeah. Like, the play's okay. over because the other people got the job. Okay, sure, so sure, So it's sure. really, like, a story about show business. Mm-hmm. Which, not my favorite. Yeah. Also, as a person in show business, I understand the the purpose, but... Yeah, the thing that's so tricky to me about those shows is, like, who are they for? Right. Because, like, <laughs> I'm sure that they... Like, I, I would assume that they're primarily for actors, 
to be like, oh, finally someone gets my story, you know, but like... Well, and that's what this show, this show was supposed to be like revolutionary because mm -hmm. it, and I think it truly was, I wasn't alive in the 70s, I don't know, you know, but because it, um, it showed the transition from when people had to be like singers or they had to be dancers Mm -hmm. or they had to be actors to when you had to be all of it. Okay. And like, that was actually a big thing in the 70s that was like a huge shift because all these people who had always been dancers like Mm -hmm. were always all of a sudden having to do all this other stuff and like Mm -hmm. that wasn't part of the deal before so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the gist of the musical essentially okay Okay. um but like literally they stand in a chorus line and tell you their stories one at a time is it like they tell it and then it's acted out in front of them tell it in song and like sometimes there's people to help Okay. Sometimes it's, like, them by themselves. Sometimes it's okay. them and six other people, like, telling it in little bits. Sure, like, sure. Like, it's creatively done. But okay. I think Just it's... Just not your cup of tea. I think... Also, I'm going to say this. I think it's outdated now. Mm, I think it okay. should not still be popular. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Is it still running somewhere? Uh, no, but, like, a lot okay. of community I know a lot of places and, like, do two, it. There was a tour a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like why on earth would you tour this show right now? Yeah. Because you either have to change all of the references, which then makes the story not relevant because you're talking about... Because there's, like, references to famous people from the 70s in the oh, show. Oh, okay. So, like, so like Robert oh, Spiro Ag- Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> and so, like... Yeah, what, what are you would just the... gonna leave it? Like, man, I love Michael Bublé. Right, that fit. Right, but then you're talking about this whole time when, like, there's this huge shift and it's really dramatic because all these mm-hmm. dancers, but that's... And there's all this weird stuff about, like... It's the 70s, so, like, being gay is this, like, really huge thing in New York, and, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, so, like, it doesn't work if it's not set in the 70s. Yeah. But then those references don't make sense, and the contemporary... I just think it's a period piece that, like, has not aged That the period's passed. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Like, and it also just, I don't know, some of the lyrics are... Is this the one that has the, uh, one singular sensation? Yes. Okay. What is that song? (laughs) Like, I've heard it a bunch. They're like, I know that clip, yeah. but I, don't, I have no idea So that's in the like them the learning the callback dance. Oh my god. So the okay. musical, also this is, the musical that they're going to be in, that mm-hmm. is a song from that musical. And so they go through this whole shit show to be in what sounds like a terrible a musical. bad musical. <laughs> like, one singular, that's what the musical is about? Like, a girl? Like, I'm not into it's it. It's a moment. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, that's, like... Yeah, I don't I only know. like musicals about men. Yeah, right. I was going to say, like, 99% of musicals <laughs> are, like, But, like, about... literally the words are one singular sensation, every little step she takes. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like it. Like, that's just... No. But, like, I think that that's, that's pointing, too, to a bad premise for a musical. Fair. Because, like... They're all, like, clamoring for this job that's not even that good. Yeah, yeah, well, that, A. And B, like, if you were to, out of context, take a chorus role audition for, like, Les Mis, you might be like, this is a dumb show. Yeah, that's true. Red, black, (laughs) like, this is stupid. They're just naming colors. Like, it's a weird thing to have the most famous song from your show be a song from another made-up show. Yeah, and that it's, like, teaching a dance like, it's mm-hmm. weird to me that that song has become as popular and that it happens in, like, everybody's cabaret. Because sure. it's about show business, so people are like, oh, we can put it in this cabaret mm-hmm. out of context and it'll make Well, sense. and there's actually no context for it. Right. So, like, and of so course you fit like, it in wherever. Point, flick, step, kick. Everyone's like, what is happening? Wait. Hold on. Okay, so this is going to be the song that we listen to unless you have a better one. <laughs> no, no. I mean, there's a lot of good shit. Hel- Goodbye 13. Hello, love is also a good is one. Is that the? Isn't there a song that's just called "Tits and Ass"? Yes. Okay. Looks, it's also actually called "Dance Ten Looks Three. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. So it's equally <laughs> me. Just as good. Okay. Uh, chorus line one singular. Sensation. Sensation. Is, All right. Oh, oh wow, this is the this finale. Is the actual, yeah, it's the finale. Well, they learn. Mm-hmm. Okay, they learn the dance earlier in the show, and then okay. in the finale they come out and do it. Okay. So this is similar to the thing in Rent where they set up a song forever yeah. and then the end they is that it. song. And and the song. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, Actually, same. Yeah. 70s thing, apparently. Oh, that was not the 70s. That was Rent the 90s. was <laughs> firmly in the 90s, but yes. I know, I was like... Shitty musical wait, thing? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right, let's do it. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, wait. Hold on. So, the the premise of this is they're all... Is this after the cast has been set? Yes. Okay. So they all... So now, everyone is in this finale number, which also does not make sense because they're performing this number and everyone's in it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Right. But they all come out in like the same outfit and it's supposed to be like, oh, they're nameless dancers like they're all the same so so <laughs> like we just look our heroes musical. don't matter we just anymore entire musical learning all of their individual stories and the last song says look at how the same they are yeah so it's a song about how unimportant individuality is mm-hmm. okay cool um so they're all in green or not gold gold thank you like sparkly clothes. I don't know what this video is. This from like a movie version or it something. It must be right because there's close-ups. Yeah, this has to be. Okay, let's just keep going. Oh, <laughs> wait, stop! This guy <laughs> just popped out from behind a hat and then like fell to the ground. Yeah, like he was like hiding from the camera. Yep, yep. It's Amazing. sneaky peeky. <laughs> So they're dancing in front of a mirror. Oh my god, wait. Okay, we're 23 seconds in, we've stopped three times. <laughs> That's the whole show. The entire show has these mirrors along the back wall, because it's supposed to be like a dance studio. Sure, okay. But then there's a whole section in the middle where Cassie, who's like the love interest sort mm-hmm. of with the choreographer, mm-hmm. she does a solo dance in front of the mirrors, which like, she wait, like what? dances with herself in the mirror for like uh, five minutes. Okay. And also sings. So in the... In the staging of the show, is the choreographer usually in the audience yelling? Yeah, he's from, like, at the, like, sound booth. Ugh. It's horrible. Is he an unseen character? Um, no, because like, he comes on stage to talk to her during that scene. Oh, okay. He's unseen until then. Ugh. Oh, no, in the beginning, I guess he's teaching them something. Okay. But the other thing <laughs> is that the, her song that she sings in the mirror is called The Music and the Mirror. <laughs> at what point does she say, get it? Get and go it? back. Okay. The whole time. With we eyes. have to go a full 30 okay, seconds. Okay, okay, I won't say anything. No, please. Peripatetic? Yeah. What musical is using the word peripatetic? A fake musical in another musical is using the word peripatetic to describe someone. I don't even know what that means. Nope. I don't either. Let's look it up. Additionally. Peripatetic. Okay. Traveling from place to place. So, like. She goes around a lot. Yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like. Also, I would like you to know. You're going to love this. Mm-hmm. Almost every production of this show is done with the original choreography. And it's okay. always the same. Okay. So you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But quite often, mm-hmm. this is the choreography. Like, this is the choreography I learned. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting thing with musicals. Because, like, part of me doesn't see how that's any different than, like, you're doing the original like, lines and the original songs. Yeah, like, that's true. You know, if someone gets it right, like... Yeah, that's fair. Know, okay, why that's not do fair. it? Like, that's fair. I haven't you know, like, I'm that. sure, you know, when Hamilton is inevitably done oh, in, like, high schools, they're all gonna do the original choreography, right? Because it's cool and good. If they can do it. Right. Well, I, I, I'm sure there are a lot of places <laughs> right, that have done chorus do line this, that but, can't pull off well, chorus line. Well, the thing is, like, although I will say, I really, 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 I had a lot of problems with West Side Story at the Guthrie, but I really liked the re-choreographed yeah, uh, like, part I'm, of it. I'm sure it, it can work really well. I guess I just, I wish there wasn't, because it feels like only certain musicals have that. It mm, feels like mm-hmm, it's like this mm-hmm. show, and, um... I'm assuming Cabaret. I'm assuming most Bob Fosse yeah, shows. Yeah, Fosse shows tend to have, like, and we're gonna do, well, Fosse's a little bit different, because he has, like, a lot of vocabulary that people just can use, and sure. it still is, 
can be slightly different, but still mm-hmm. uses vocabulary. It looks like a Fosse show. Um, but you're right. A lot of people use like the exact same stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But that's a good point. It's not mm-hmm. that different from using the same lines and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know. I guess I just, I wish people would think about like, is this telling the story I want it to tell? So, yeah. You know? My question is, do they all have crazy high bikinis? <laughs> like, yeah, leotards that show. are like. Oh yeah, leotards. Not in not bathing suits. <laughs> it's literally a, a bikini. Or a, dang it, it's a leotard. I infected you. She walks into a room and you So did you do this top hat bit? Yeah, but never on stage because the cut dance is not Wait, they don't get to bow? No, this is the bow. Ever? So I, no, I never got Oh, no. <laughs> it was very dramatic. What a shitty deal. It was the worst. For everyone that isn't the we literally, six leads or whatever. We literally had theme nights as the cut dancers because we would exit stage and never had to go back on. So we'd have like tourist night and we'd dress up in costumes backstage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, part of me thinks this would be kind of fun because like if you're in an educational setting and like you have to fulfill like six practicums like we did right. at Luther and like, like we all understudied three people oh so, okay like, sure I also was understudying at the time so I actually mm-hmm. did learn all of the choreography okay anyway yeah because I you know because you're a big nerd yeah yeah okay um Do I know anyone that would have been in this with you? That's too many individuals to learn about. Okay, I'm done with this. Yeah, we're done with this. I think we should move on to the next musical. The next one. Any closing arguments about? Any closing arguments? Pro chorus line. Why do I think it's? Yeah, why is it popular? Why is it run for so long? I think because people are impressed by the dancing. Mm -hmm. Because literally, we did a talk back after the show, and at every talk back, they were like, "How could you possibly learn?" all of those dance moves and sing at the same time. Like, there's something about that which is it's every musical, so I don't know why people right, are so like, impressed by it. This is a musical it. about dance. And yeah. they're like, oh, they're dancing. Oh, this is a musical <laughs> where they dance? <laughs> right, like, I don't know. I, I guess I think people also kind of like, there's an appeal to, like, finding out about show business. You know, like, that's yeah. like, presented as, like, a glamorous thing. Yeah, but is it glamorous, though? Isn't no, it just, like, this kind of sucks? Yeah, and, and that's how it's presented, too, so... I guess I could see the appeal in, in New York in the 70s. Sure. Because it was, like, very much about a population that was... What are the great chorus line musicals? Like... Couldn't tell you. Like, what are good... Other than, like, Busby Berkeley, who was working in the 30s. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Like, The Rockettes? Like, yeah. that's not a musical. Right, that's exactly it. Is It's like... I'm sure there are some. I just, like, don't... I cannot think of a one. Yeah. Like... There are good chorus, like go, good shows with choruses. Right. But like, no, that have a chorus. A, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, which I guess maybe I I don't actually remember. Maybe this musical is actually like maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe it's like talking about the death of the chorus line. Okay. Okay. Well, either way, I don't care. Yeah, okay. Also, rotten held the chorus line. <laughs> like you're a dumb convention. And I'm glad you're gone. <laughs> Like, and with that... <laughs> uh, let's move on to another musical. Also, I, I wanted to say this up top, and uh, we didn't, but for me, I wanted to exclude musicals that were bad because they're racist. Oh, yeah. I but, like, did I that. feel like we could do a full show about, We absolutely like, should do a full show about <laughs> like that. How cr- I, we could even break it into, like, blackface and yellowface, because mm-hmm. there's enough for both. Let's have like, two episodes. Two more episodes. We'll do a musical tetralogy. I love Trilogy it. would be the... Tetralogy? Tetralogy's ten. <laughs> yes, we have ten, ten episodes, episodes. on musicals. You know what? Actually, I we bet... We actually probably could. Between the two of us, we have friends who will defend all of the shows that we rag on. Oh, absolutely. So, like, because, I mean, if we're talking racist musicals, like South Pacific, Miss Saigon... Yeah. Um, what's that Stephen Sondheim one? 
Um, you know what I'm talking about? It's yeah, like Pacific, Eastern Pacific Overtures. Pacific Overtures, yeah. King and I. Oh, God. Um, Oklahoma's not great. Oklahoma. What, what's the... Uh, isn't it Thoroughly Mahler, Modern Millie? There's oh, a blackface yeah. scene. It's not black, it's yellowface. Oh, cool. Maybe it's all yellowface. <laughs> but there, no, there is a big musical that has, like, a relatively robust blackface number, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, what is it? It's... I can't think of it right know. now, but it's older. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, like, God, I would hope. But Miss Saigon is not that old. Miss so, Saigon's like, you like, would think, and then... Is Miss Saigon 90s? Yeah. Because like Leah Salgana 90s. was in it. No, I think it's Leah early Salonga. 90s. Salonga? Mm-hmm. I think it's early 90s. Really? Or maybe late 80s. Let me Looking look. It up. Miss Saigon. It's written by the same people who did Les Mis. I know. That's nuts. I know. Get it together, the Les Mis guys. Oh, uh, it closed in 1999, 1989. Oh, wow, okay, you're right. So, uh, but like, so. the other thing with Miss Saigon is it's an adaptation of an opera, yeah. which like, maybe we don't need to do any of those anymore, which brings me to Rent. <laughs> Nailed it. So good. After 20 podcast episodes, <laughs> I'm getting good at transitions, because <laughs> uh, Rent is just a real piece of shit musical. <laughs> like... And this is... A very unpopular opinion. It's a super unpopular opinion. And, like, I I think, again, like, the important thing to mention is, like, that it is super important. Right. And I am glad that it exists. In the canon. Super glad it's in the canon. Glad that it's still performed. Like, it's... Are you... I don't have to see it. That's <laughs> you know true. what I mean? I would like, argue with that, but... Like, I think it's, I think it's good because I think that there has been a, like, whitewashing of the AIDS epidemic. That's true. So, like, you know, Angels in America is pretty tied to pre-millennium. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, there's... The whole show is about being scared of the new millennium, and Mm -hmm. we're kind of past that. And, like, there's lots of reasons to be afraid of right now, but not the millennium changing. (laughs) But, like, I still think it's good that Angels in America is being produced. Very true. And the same way, I think it's still good that Rent is being produced. Okay, that's fair. Also, because it's one of very few musicals that have, like, specifically called for characters of color that aren't villains or, uh, like, fetishized love interests. Right, and queer characters of color. And queer characters of color, which is giant. I'm not gonna bash the musical's existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super glad it exists. Have some problems. Have some real (laughs) structural problems. And I'm gonna come out and say it, I am... Team Benny in this musical. Because <laughs> he's not... Oh my god. Yes. Look. The most unpopular... I love it. I love it. I'm ready. Hit here's me. why. Okay. He's not wrong. <laughs> he, he's a real jerk. I'll give he's you that. You know, like He it. yells at a homeless guy and he shouldn't yell at a homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. But in the titular he song... Huh? Just, I'm just laughing at you. But in the oh. titular song they say, we're not going to pay last year's rent... This year's rent, <laughs> next year's rent, and Benny's the rent collector, and yeah. so he's just saying like, "Hey, I don't have to let you live here." Yeah, like, literally, this it's, is my job. It's not an inalienable right that they get to live in this fucking in apartment York. in New York. Like, I actually really I want to do an improv from each of these shows. Yeah, and the improv that I want to do is Mark and Roger trying to get t- trying to rent a place and telling the rental people like, "Hey, here's our plan." We're going to do a lot of heroin in here. We're going to throw loud parties late into the night. I'm going to make a movie. Never going to pay rent. Not going to pay last year's rent, this year's rent, next year's rent. By the way, everything is rent. What does that mean? What does that mean? Like, so I think, like, and then it, it's not mentioned, it, like, they don't make a meal out of it, but Benny pays for Mimi's rehab, right? Yeah. And, like, they kind of go to him expecting, like, well, Benny, you should really take care of this. Like... What are you doing, man? It's not... <laughs> Benny didn't get Mimi hooked on heroin, nor did he encourage her doing it like Roger. Yeah. And, like, who pays for Roger to go to rehab? Good question. Not Mark, because he's a terrible it's artist. not Can we Mark. talk about that for a Yeah, second? let's talk about Mark. I hate that character. Yeah. Yeah. I really, truly... I'm making sure I'm talking about the right person. Okay. I don't understand... Why he's an interesting character in that show. Like, no. it bugs me to know... I mean, I understand, like, Jonathan Larson, whatever, okay? Yeah. 
it bugs me to no end that we have this musical mm-hmm. that's got like these progressive characters and like these interesting storylines. Yep. Why is the main character a white street guy who makes movies? Who doesn't have AIDS? Who's not has, does not have AIDS? <laughs> yes. And is terrible at making movies. Like his yeah. movie would be the worst movie ever. Like here's my friends dying who would of watch AIDS. That? Like, well, it's like not a good movie. I mean. So the thing is, his movie is just Rent, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, the, I think fair. I could, I will actually make an argument for Mark being the, like, POV character. Okay. Because when it premiered in 96, most of Broadway's patrons were probably straight white okay, people. that is Who fair. didn't have AIDS. That so, is So, like, fair. imagine if Angel were the POV right, of Rent. people like, wouldn't see it. There's no way that it runs for as long as it does or wins a Tony or gets a Pulitzer. I, I get because, it. Because, like, white fragility is pretty intense, as is, like, straight fragility. Yeah. And so, in order to, like, sell the show, I think it makes perfect sense to be like, here's Mark and his cast of kooky cats. <laughs> yeah, that's like, fair. You know? Like, Mark's like, the, he's like, yeah, he's a Jason yeah, he he's the white rice of you know <laughs> the also, meal that is rent. No, Joanne would never have dated him. No, I will do no, not believe that for no, one no, second for sure. that they were ever for a thing. Sure. Yeah, they, jo- isn't it Maureen? Oh, isn't he dating Maureen? Yes, sorry. there's tango he about that with Joanne. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's just a bad show, and I like, like the the um. What the fuck? The, uh, what is the song that everyone quotes all the time and I hate it? That isn't slow. The fast one. No, 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 no. Um, La Vie Bohème. A.K.A. the We Didn't Start the Fire of musical theater. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's just listing things. Truly. You know what the worst thing I've ever seen was? Hmm. A school edition of La Vie Bohème. Okay. Where... Lots of the words were changed, so they weren't inappropriate. Yeah, like, um, handcrafted. Yeah. I'm try- I, like, don't know the lyrics well enough. I'm gonna look them up, um, and we're gonna talk about them. Okay, um... I was just about to start saying we didn't start the fire, because that's what comes to mind when I think about this song. Think about it. I mean... Okay. Yeah, I mean, so, the start of the song, Benny is the one pointing out, like, hey, I'm trying to help... <laughs> He's gentrifying. He's for sure, like, gentrifying the neighborhood, yeah. which, like, is not good. And I get but that he's that's also, bad. I mean, yes, gentrification, bad. But also, he's a black man. Yeah, he's a black dude. So I'm interested in his perspective. Yeah, of having his two white friends Mark telling him. Mark and Roger. I'm sorry, but like. <laughs> his two white friends telling him, like, hey, yeah. you're too powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that Benny is Seems- written as a black character. Yeah, it's like, like they wanted you to have some sympathy for him. Maybe, or maybe just <laughs> or did like... did they? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's not written that way, and it's I just Tay Diggs did a good job. Maybe. I mean, Tay Diggs is amazing. He's great. He's a very good performer. Um, it's like, to riding your bike past three-piece suits, what? What are you doing? <laughs> to also, no absolute. three-piece suits, can, like, people in suits can ride bikes. <laughs> I, I'm sick of bike culture meaning fun. Fuck bike culture. Fuck bike. That's what you need to take away from this episode, everyone. Bike culture sucks. Yeah, I hate bike culture. I mean, I do. I hate bike culture. Also, like, so they establish early on... We alienated all of our listeners at this point. Yeah, right. All of our biking friends. Um, They establish at the beginning of this song, the waiter's like, hey, you guys never pay when you hang out here. And they're like... Mm, we're incorrigible. And then they order a bunch of food. Yeah. What are you doing? Who's coming? Like, do they establish who's going to foot this bill? Because... Benny, probably. Probably? (laughs) (laughs) Poor Benny. Just, they murder his dog. Which is horrible. It's awful. I don't know why. Like, (laughs) A, A... Someone hires Angel to murder his dog in the weirdest way possible. Yeah. Because she's like a Pied Piper yeah. who's magic and able to convince a dog to commit suicide. Oh, God. And then, like, they just mock him about it all the time. I think we should write a show that's basically just Betty's story. I would love... Just set in the 21st century and Betty just gets a, te- a series of texts. Like, our dog is dead. What? How? It jumped out the window. What? Why? Like, it heard drums. 
by the way, your friends need you to cover their rent again. Again, and also their food order. And also they're getting, quote, five miso soups, four seaweed salads, three soy burgers, two tofu dog platters. Also, these people suck. What are you doing? Also, what's this restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> like. Miso soup and tofu dogs? Yeah. I don't get it. Um, and 13 orders of fries, wine and beer. Like, the, I will say, a lasting a lasting thing for rent is how annoying people that are really into beer are. Because <laughs> the lyric, to handcrafted beers made in local breweries, <laughs> to yoga, yogurt, rice and beans and cheese, leather, dildos, curry, vindaloo, huevos rancheros, and Maya Angelou. Which, do you think they just... We're like, what rhymes with Maya Angelou? Yeah. Curry like, Vindaloo seems out of character. Curry Vindaloo. Well, and the thing is, like, thematically, they don't... This this whole song doesn't make sense. Because okay. it's like listing things in pairs and then saying, like, oh, nope, we just gotta throw another thing in. <laughs> like, um, Sontag, a famous feminist. Sondheim, famous musical theater. Anything taboo. Neither of those people are tab Like... Taboo, what? Ginsburg, Dylan, Cunningham, Cage. Mm. I, I don't know. I, you could say, not taboo, but like... Who's Cage? Um, John, John Cage. Cage. Okay. Merce Cunningham and John Cage. My goddamn brain went to Luke Cage, the superhero. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an animal. You're like, he's cool. He's awesome. He's got impenetrable about. skin. Lenny Bruce, Langston Hughes, fine. To the stage. What? Uda Haugen, great. Buddha. Buddha. What? How'd he get in there? Pablo also, Neruda, not too. Unconventional. Like, yeah. one of the world's largest religions. Buddhism, not taboo. It's in the top five <laughs> of religions. Like, well, also, just like. So, Ginsburg and Dylan are both. I mean, Ginsburg's a poet, Dylan's a singer, singer. Cunningham's a choreographer, mm-hmm. Cage is a composer. composer. So, those are all artists. I guess. Lenny Bruce's stand up, Langston Hughes' poetry. Then they say, to the stage specifically. And then Uta Hagen, which makes a lot of sense. Acting. And then Buddha. What? How'd he get here? <laughs> Pablo Neruda, too. What? Why are you throwing Pablo also, in? Just, like, it rhymes with Buddha. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is our okay stop. For <laughs> this, this is, one. yeah, we can't, we can't go about this. Oh, like, uh... Trisexuals, homo sapiens. Bisexuals, homo sapiens. What? Yep. Just men. Men. <laughs> men get a shout out Pee-wee in this Herman? song. Like, Pee-wee Herman. Is this... Pre or post him masturbating in a movie it theater? It must be pre. It has to be, right? Early 90s. 96? Yeah, I guess. But, like, okay. Bisexuals, trisexuals. Great. Sa- you know, in the same thing. Homo sapiens. No. Carcinogens, hallucinogens. Same okay. thing. Like, similar school. Men. No. Pee Wee Herman. Just gets his own line. German wine. Rhymes Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yep. Rhymes with men, because it's man. Um, German wine. Turpentine. How? What? Gertrude Stein. No. And Tony only. Bertolucci Kurosawa. All filmmakers. Carmina Barata. Yeah, I have no idea. Opera. Also, don't mention Kurosawa in your fucking musical. <laughs> um, to marijuana. Benny yelling for a waiter. Like, I just don't like this song at all. Oh, scroll up. Yep. <laughs> Maureen Johnson, just back from her spectacular one-night engagement at the 11th Street Lab, will perform Native American tribal chants backwards through her vocoder. <laughs> Which, like... I... This seems like the only moment of self-realization in the musical. Right. When in that like, they're all annoying and suck. The worst. <laughs> but, like, we laugh at it like we're friends with them and not like we had to pay a lot of money to come see them. <laughs> and this actually, the, 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 like, larger meta thing about Rent that really bugs me is the same thing that kind of bugs me about Hamilton, which is, like, it's a show about, like, the have-nots that can really only be routinely attended by the haves. Right. Because, like... And th- this isn't the fault of the show. It's the fault of musical theater becoming, Oh, like, for sure. It's the fault Too of... expensive yeah, for yeah, 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 the yeah. average person to go to. Yeah. But, like, it's very frustrating to me to imagine, like, Rent being played on Broadway where a bunch of, like, 
people without AIDS who are rich and white yeah. are like, yeah, I really am a Mark. Yeah. And like, not like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a Benny. Like, yeah, right. you know what I mean? And like, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I, it's bad. It's bad too, because like the best song in the musical is a song about how someone isn't good at writing songs. <laughs> Right, like, One Song Glory is probably the best song in the show, right? I, uh, the other thing is, I know that song, this song, Seasons of Love, nope, I'll, um, I'll Cover You is the oh, better song. I'll Cover You is the best song. Yeah, that's the best song. Hands down. And, like, it's weird that this one also builds to a big climactic <laughs> song that sucks. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, it's just bad. Well, and, and what is Mark's song at the end? Uh, not Mark. Um, I refuse to differentiate between the two. Roger. He, like, sings a song to Mimi, and it brings her back to life. Yeah. <laughs> which is, like... That's pretty rough. So powerful. To, yeah. The whole thing is a mess. And there's... What do you think about the idea that, like, a lot of people say that if Jonathan Larson hadn't died, this musical wouldn't have the acclaim it does today i don't know i mean like i think it probably would have had the same amount of acclaim just because it was a totally new thing right like it was right it 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 was the first like rock musical right Mm -hmm. as as much as it quote it was the first rock musical and that the music in it sounded like music you'd hear on the radio right yeah which is like the equivalent of hamilton today right exactly Right, yeah. So, like, I think that that's exciting. I think that, like, people, it's a, it's an adaptation of an opera, so I think it's safe-ish. Like, La Boheme was very popular and is very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think him die. I think, like, him dying feeds into, like, the mythos of the thing. For sure. But I think it probably still would have been pretty popular. Well, and I also feel like this is another one where I feel like if I had seen it when it had first come out, I would maybe feel differently about it. Yeah. I liked it the first few times I heard it. Julia loves this show, so like... A lot of people do. Yeah. So like, I got sucked in in the way that you know, you kind of get sucked in when you're 15 and you're like, yeah, man, like, why do we have to pay rent? It's like, because that's how the fucking world works, man. Like, because, you know. God. You know, like, it's fun that Mark doesn't answer his parents' phone calls. <laughs> like, whatever, but, you know. When you're 15, it's everything you yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. It's like how I assume most people respond to Ayn Rand when they're 15. It's like, well, yeah, the have should have, and the have not right shouldn't. Like, I does not exist, or yeah. I should exist. Yeah, Yeah, well. exactly. Like I, I think I've, we've talked about this before, but I was completely unprepared for the Ayn Rand unit we did in sophomore English. Oh, really? No one told me about her policies, and I was like, I really like this. Oh, yeah, book. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when you and I met, you were still like, yeah, Ayn Rand, I don't know, like... It's quite possible. Yeah. It went on for a long time. Being like, I really do think oh, you were the first on. person who was like, wait, gosh. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it starts... Like, it's really one of those things that the second someone pulls on a thread with it, it falls apart. It falls apart. Because you have to know, all I'd ever read was Anthem, and I was sure. 15. Sure. You yeah, know? no, so totally. Like, <laughs> totally. Like, that's, I'm sure... A, kin to how I read Marx when I was, like, 14. It was right. like, oh, my God, totally. Right. And then you need to, like, also Have put things context. in practice. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, oh, right. Like, <laughs> this dude that wrote about, uh. you know, distributing the wealth was able to write about it because he had a rich friend who let him live there for free <laughs> yeah, forever. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's tough. Okay, oh, so okay. It's let's just... have all been waiting for. Let's just run this through quick, though. Uh, on this episode, we've insulted... <laughs> Rent, <laughs> chorus line, Marx, Ayn Rand, bike people, bike people. I kind of took a shot at Hamilton. Vegans, vegans. That wasn't a real shot at Hamilton. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry. Musical theater in general. Yeah. I also like. This comes from a place of total love. Not from me. I I dislike this genuinely. I know, but from me. Yeah, that's fair. This is okay. Exciting. So, here it is, guys. We've made it. The Phantom of the Opera. The Phantom of the Opera. The number one longest running show. Yep. On Broadway. It's crazy. 
uh, by like a pretty wide margin, right? I mean, this one, I want to look I at this. I don't know if I know why people like it. 12,758 performances as of this recording. And the next longest running on Broadway is 9,083. 3,000 more performances. <laughs> That's eight years-ish? Something like that. Like if they do six a week? Yeah, I mean like... I, well, I mean, we could just look at it, because it's 1988 to 1996. So, like, by the time you and I were born, this show had already been running for five years. God which is, like, help us. for example, longer than the original run of South Pacific. Right. If, I'm look, if, if Wikipedia is to be believed. Um, let's just run through beat by beat. Like, I think we can just kind of, okay, stop the plot. <laughs> Great. Mm, I don't know. Can like, we, I kind of want to play the music, some of the music. What if we just do like a trailer for the tour or something? Because that definitely exists. Oh like, yeah, let's Opera look that up. Preview. Yeah, um, let's just let's just talk about the plot yeah. though. Okay. Can I tell you? Let me give you. I have not seen Phantom of the Opera Damn. in at least six years, seven okay. years. So I'm going to tell you how I remember the plot. Though. Okay. I've seen it more recently, actually. Okay. I saw it last year. You can help me. So, Christine, mm -hmm. main character. Hi. Sorta. Not at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> she's no, a she... random girl in the, in the ballet. comes in. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's an ensemble member. Like, yep. she's average at ballet. Yep. But... Oh, we can watch the Hennepin Theater Trust uh, ad. Perfect. Were you working here at this time? I was. Oh. Shout out to Dan, who's not listening, I hope. <laughs> um, so... Oh uh, Christine okay. is an average person at the average opera. Dancer. Yep. And she doesn't have parents, but the woman who... Yeah, her, her parents are dead. Okay. The woman who's in charge of the ballerinas. Yep. Ballerinas. Ballerinas. Yep. Um, is like her pseudo-mom. Yeah, I think so. Her friend's mom. Like ballet mistress is... Yeah. yeah. So they do some ballet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then she's taking singing lessons. Yeah, I think the prima donna just throws a fit, and they're like, hey, someone's got a cover. You As average girl. It. Yeah. We well, won't miss you in the chorus. Yeah. Get on over here. You have to be the lead. Now, I think that her Wait. becoming the lead is a demand of the Phantom. Oh. I believe. Let's... Because she, is she already... The question is, is she already taking singing lessons from yes, the mysterious she man is. on the wall? Yes, she's already taking... She's been taking Which, like, voice lessons. I'm sorry, but what pitch meeting did ALW walk into and was like, all yeah. right, <laughs> here's what happened. Well, this is a Hugo story, isn't it? Is it? I think it is. No, uh, Gaston Leroux. Okay. Uh, yeah, but like... I don't care. No, Who it's insane. Who walks into a pitch meeting and is like, so there's a guy. <laughs> yeah. And he gives her lessons through a wall well, in the theater. Hold on. How old is this woman? Does she have agency and like a desire <laughs> no, to learn? No, she's 15. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and this guy, he's like debonair and a normal no, no, guy. No, he's deformed. <laughs> oh, okay. But he's not angry at the world about no, it. No, no, he wants to ruin the entire thing. <laughs> okay. He doesn't believe that he has some sort of sex magic. <laughs> he does actually. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. But he doesn't make unrealistic demands of the theater. Actually, yes, he does. Okay. He also kills someone. Oh, when those demands aren't met? Yep. Okay. What are those demands? Because I don't remember clearly. <laughs> it's like she There's has something to be the crazy. lead, and no, she no, no. Also it's has like to love him. He has to get have a seat. He has oh, to have yeah, a box seat. Oh, yeah, he has to have seat, a box seat. Which, like, which he also, never attends. Pro tip, box seats are actually terrible seats. <laughs> but, like, why would you want that? Like, <laughs> hi, I'm a deformed monster who hates the sunlight. <laughs> Um, here's the thing. He just wanted someone else not to be able to sit there. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he was friends with Abraham Lincoln, and maybe. He, it's his version of pouring one out. Oh. Is oh. reserving. That's nice. It's not an oh moment. <laughs> um, so. Also, I'm sorry, but the fact that an, a sequel musical exists. Yeah. Is painful to that me. That justifies him raping her. Yeah, no. Um, I had I know one song from the sequel musical, and it's about her singing. It's her singing about how much she loved when he kidnapped her, yeah, and on. had sex when he she was fifteen. Okay, so um, I want to talk about the like crazy daddy issues that Christine <laughs> displays. Yeah, because her father dies, 
And she talked to him about, or he told her about the angel of music that her father used to tell them about. (laughs) Her and her boyfriend, Raul. Who Who is a childhood friend. Is a childhood friend. And so then he, Christine's like, oh, I'm taking voice lessons with the (laughs) angel of music. Which, like... (laughs) What a crazy thing to say. Yeah. I was like, hey, Tim. (laughs) Yeah. No, let's do it. (laughs) So, have I told you what I've been up to No, what have you been up to? It's been a while. Well, I'm taking voice lessons. Oh, awesome. Great. Like, at the U, or...? No, with the angel of music. Okay. I've never actually seen him. He just instructs me through the wall. Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> like, how'd you guys meet? Oh, he just talks to me at night sometimes. Oh, okay. So, he... Can he see you? I'm not sure. Okay. Probably. Pro- so he's probably watching you while you're sleeping. <laughs> and then he just gives you notes, and uh-huh. do you pay him, or...? I just sing for him. And and he just accept, he's just doing this out of the goodness of his heart? He just asked me to sing for him. I'm he not is. really sure what happens beyond that. <laughs> and you live in a theater right now. I live in the theater. You live in the theater, and can you ever hear, like, running water underneath it? <laughs> um, I don't know. I you don't know? <laughs> Christine, I am worried about you. <laughs> I'm sorry, pause. <laughs> okay, stop this scene. Yeah. You weren't worried about me when I said I was taking voice lessons from the angel no, of fine. music. If you can't hear running water, <laughs> then I'm I'm out. <laughs> okay. Anyway. But like, I think it's great that Christine oh, yeah. is like, well, I, I don't remember the lyric, but there's something about how, like she goes to visit her dad's grave and says essentially like, Dad, if you're not here to protect... Oh, it's in All I Ask of You. Yeah. Which is a beautiful song with terrifying lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Because like... Single. Yeah, like I, I will routinely sing this at Julia because I think it's a very pretty song. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Clearly those voice lessons have been taking off. <laughs> Thank you. Um... Calm my head with talk of summertime. Um, boo, let me be your shelter, let me be your life, your light, you're safe, no one will find you. What? What are you, what the hell? Yes, I far behind you. Yeah. Um, I... To hold me and to hide me? Is yeah, to hold me and to hide me. Oh. Uh, it's just, it's creepy. And I, I love that the conventional wisdom for the audience is, well, someone has to protect Christine. So, you know, some man has to, and her father's dead, so, uh, it's Raul? either gonna be the Phantom or Raul, and the Phantom's got a weird burnt face, so. But, like, and then the musical, the second musical retcons it, but it's like, you know, actually, the Phantom was, really had her best interest in mind, like. Yeah. What is that show called? Marrying Your Abuser? Okay, yeah. That's the <laughs> is one. Is it called The Soon Yi Story? Oh. Yes. Shots at Soon Yi. Shots, shots. So now we've also offended everyone who likes Soon Yi. Like, Where are my Soon Yi fans at? problems if those are people Honest to God. Uh, please, please, please text me if you love Soon Yi. Because <laughs> how? For what reason do you love Soon? Because, like, if someone's a fan of Soon Yi, they're a fan of Woody Allen. For sure. Like, no one's a fan of Soon Yi on her own. Well, I guess you could. Be. No, no, for what reason? Like, like it's not it's not like when someone says they like Yoko Ono. Yeah. Because Yoko Ono is an artist who, like, does her own thing and you can like her. Or, like. My parents saw her in a cafe in Italy once. Oh. Like, at the end of Dark Knight Rises? Because <laughs> no. she faked her death and. <laughs> was John Lennon there as well? No, it was just her. Um, but, you know, or like, or even like, um, uh, Julie Chen. I guess I'm only picking on Asian right, women tonight. But like, you know, I like, this was gonna happen but like, time. you know, people who, Julie Chen right, is someone who, who has, exactly, who, which precedes her, her yeah, piece of right. shit husband. Soon Yi was really literally Soon Yi was adopted. literally a child. <laughs> was literally 17. Adopted. And like, adopted by Mia Farrow. <laughs> Who I guess was mean to her, according to this fucking article. This article's to be believed. Which, like... Maybe she was. Is fine, yeah. Still doesn't mean yeah. she should have married still, her. Still doesn't mean, like, 
she kind of sells it as like, well, I wasn't going to make the first move, so of course Woody had yeah, to. Like, had no one had to no make a move. No one had to make like, this move. It this didn't need to all. happen. Okay, we gotta get back on track. Soon ye. So yeah, just if you're keeping track, I guess I'm taking um, shots at Les Moonves. <laughs> kind of Yoko Ono. Safe and things to take shots at if look. we're talking about the best thing to take shots at of this episode. Yeah. Alright, let's watch this preview. We've yeah, done enough. Great. This we didn't is really a, even give them a plot. At Hennepin. Uh, I mean, we gave a plot-ish. <laughs> so. In all your fantasy, yeah, this is a hard 80s musical, oh too. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy how heavily it relies on synthesizer. For it to still be popular. Uh, because, like, it's a lot of synthesizer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. Which is... Good things always happen when you're alone with a guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he's... He, he's He's a man in a boat. He's running a gondolier. You have no idea where you're going. It's, he's taking you through a hidden passageway, so you're never coming back. Sex if, magic, though, you know? Yeah, like, if he murders you, no one could find out. <laughs> yeah. Like, you disappear forever. Also, why does it start at an auction? <laughs> like, what a weird framing device. Because we're looking back. But it doesn't end at the auction, no, right? It, it just ends. It just so, ends. like, there's no reason for it to start there. Ballet. Great. Pretty. Again, why does the average ballerina get hit? I'm just confused. Yeah. Also, problem. Yep. No one believes that the ballerina was also, like, wanted to be a singer. Like, going back, this is clearly pre-chorus line. Yeah, 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 And yeah. so nobody was doing both at the time. Right. So I'm confused by that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is not a good-looking kiss. Raul always feels like, like, exactly what you just said. It's like, well, he's a little better than Phantom. Yeah. He brings her a rose here. He I mean, I guess he's <laughs> This is, I'm gonna be frank, this is not a great trailer. No, it's not. It looks bad. It's a lot of slow-mo... They're, I mean, they're really selling Phantom. I wish they were selling Phantom. But it is, spoiler alert, very cool when you It's a Yeah, it's a good visual show. And so, like, this one also, it makes sense to me that it's been done for a long time. Because, right. like, if, if I'm going to New York and I'm someone who, like, is going to see one Broadway play maybe in my life. I guess. Like, big music, big spectacle... Like the, the stage revolves. Just so weird and creepy. It is so weird. Like I don't think I could see past that as a person. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, again, have you always been anti Phantom? No, I mean like I didn't really care about it. I wasn't right. ever. I was never. You were never crazy pro Phantom. It. Okay. I saw it and I was like, okay. Because it was a movie when we were kids, right? I watched the movie, but like I was not. I was not a kid who was obsessed with Rent. Unlike most music theater kids, weirdly mm -hmm. enough, I didn't really have a Phantom or a Rent like hmm, phase. phase. Yeah, I feel like those are big. But also, like, all of the spectacle musicals, all of the spectacle numbers in the show are like not related to the show. No, they're plot. bizarre. They're just like, and now we're at the opera. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's. Bad. And, like, the thing that I think is so confusing about the show is that it's billed as a love story, but between whom? Right. Like... A triangle, is the Is the love between Phantom and uh, Christine, and it's a tragedy? Or is it, like... Or, or are we supposed to see at the end, like, he let her go. He loved her enough to... <laughs> Not so murder not her boyfriend her. and her in the dungeons of this After theater. Raped her. Yeah, right. Um, I think like the most important moment in all of Phantom, I'm gonna pull up. It is like crystallizes him as a bizarre character, and I'm gonna try and find it here. 
I think this is so far away. I have no idea. I think this is the end of the first act, right? Come on. So, Christine and Raul are singing, and they love each other. I've heard recordings where he cackles after that. I don't understand how I'm supposed to feel about the Phantom. Am I supposed to feel bad for him? Is he a victim? N no, right? Like, because they give this whole storyline of like he was. I think. Formed as a child. I think we're supposed to feel like he is a sympathetic character, but he sings the line, "You He's will not. curse the day you did not do <laughs> all, all that the Phantom him. asked of you." First not of all. Even themselves yeah person. first of all phantom <laughs> you know your real name it's like yeah. dave not even call like... the phantom not even phantom a phantom the all that, phantom all that this phantom asked of you although you're not a ghost yeah you know that you're not a ghost yeah what is his story what is the phantom story well okay now i can't remember if this is actually in the I think it is. I think it's in this musical. In the movie, but in the movie, he's like a circus freak or something. Yeah, I think he's like a a Mysterio type. Um, but like. But how do we learn that he, in the musical? Uh, I actually don't know. Um, hold on, we're gonna pause for ten seconds because you don't need to hear us finding out information. Shun. We we're back. A lot of things. We took like two minutes to scroll through the Wikipedia. <laughs> nice. Guys, read all of this aloud. I, if you're listening to this and go, Tim and Kaji, you're so dumb. You don't get it. <laughs> go to you need Wikipedia. to read. Go to Wikipedia. Act we'll wait. Two. Act one and act two, and I want you to read the whole thing aloud, <laughs> so you hear it and really think about it. Think of what this sounds like. Because it's insane. So, the Phantom is actually a, quote, brilliant scholar, magician, architect, inventor, and composer. That is too many things. That's too many things. For any one person it's, to be. It's either too many or not enough things. <laughs> like, they either need to lean into the fact that it's insane. Like, he also drinks jet fuel. He also uh, discovered uh, Canada. He also, he is like... definitely a serial killer. Yeah, and right. killed a cat as a child. Right. Oh, yeah, this dude tortured animals. <laughs> like, so his demands are that the box be kept empty, he be paid a salary... For what? For not murdering people. Once again. <laughs> Which, like... These people don't understand how money works. No. Benny should be in this opera, too. Yeah, Poor guy. Benny, Benny needs to explain, like, hey, Phantom, do, you know, get gainful employment. You like get he, he edits the musicals. Is that his thing? Like, <laughs> yes. they go to, they just stand in the middle of the theater and go, this isn't working! <laughs> and the Phantom fixes it. Oh, sure. But, like... His other demand is that Christine be the lead in a musical. Which, like, okay, weird. Yeah, I... I don't know. I mean, like... It doesn't make any sense, and why Why is him not murdering both of them? <laughs> the sorry. romantic climax. I just read the sentence. The Phantom... Raul, Raul finds the lair and attempts to persuade the Phantom to spare Christine, begging him to show compassion. The Phantom refuses and captures Raul with the Punjab lasso. Yep. What? Yep. Phantom tells Christine that he will free Raul if she agrees to stay with him forever. 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 As the Phantom and Raul both plead to her, Christine mournfully refuses, wonders she will die. what kind of life the Phantom has lived. She tells the Phantom he is not alone and kisses him, showing him compassion for the first time in his life. I'm sorry. I'm about to unleash Please. a holy torrent Please. of how this is so problematic. Yeah. Like, I mean, how he had a bad life, so yeah. you should feel bad for him and yeah. kiss. It. Like, this is why incels exist. Yeah. This musical. Yeah. I'm single-handedly blaming it on the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I mean, like, if if an alien were to land 
and be like, I don't understand rape culture. I would probably... <laughs> Here's this, this wouldn't musical. This wouldn't be the last thing I would show him. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Like, yeah, I'm I mean, so, so what this musical is telling you is, hey, if some dude that thinks that you owe him something kidnaps you and your boyfriend and threatens to kill your boyfriend if you don't sleep with him... You should feel bad for him. Why don't you think about where he's coming from? And you should kiss him. Maybe give him a little kiss. <laughs> and then, if he feels like it, he'll let you both live. Like, having understand unexperienced kindness at last, he frees he them. Understands he cannot compel Christine to love him, and he sets them both free. God, what? I hate this. I, I hate that this is the longest running musical on Broadway. Yeah, it's bad. People and get it, better taste. It like it won't be surpassed, right? I mean, like how? I mean, Hamilton could maybe do it. Hamilton Hamilton could do it, but it would take forty years. No. And fans that... would need to close. Oh 88? No, it would take, right. I guess it would take 30, 30-ish years. And right? 30, exactly. And that's the thing. Phantom it's would have to close running. today. It's still yeah. happening. Yeah. Phantom would have to close today, and Hamilton would have to continuously run for 30 years. Which I have no doubt Hamilton will run that long. Yeah. But I do have some doubts about how... If Phantom will How close. long... Yeah, Phantom will run before it, you know, and like the, you know, theater may change so much. It, Hamilton could, you know, price itself out. Like right. we could get to a point because musical theater has been moving this way for so long where it's just too expensive to go see shows and people stop doing it, mm -hmm. you know, and then like through no fault of its own, Hamilton could close. And so like, doesn't make the list. yeah, well, or like Chicago could pass it if this closes tomorrow, and then Chicago only has ten years. Mm -hmm. Like, it could happen, but it seems unlikely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like we're pretty set that Phantom of the Opera will be the longest-running Broadway musical ever. America. Yeah, we've gotten it wrong a lot of times, and this is one of them. Like, the 80s were a bad time for a lot of reasons, and Phantom is uh, up not there. Not an exception. Also, like, it's pretty well-regarded still, right? Like... Like, doesn't Lin-Manuel Miranda really like Phantom? I don't, I guess. Like, I think that, like, the old guard, and even the new guard of musical theater is to, like, Phantom gets it, man. Like, I don't know a lot of women who like Phantom. Yeah, I'll tell fair. you that. That's fair. Yeah, women who like Phantom, get at us. <laughs> at and again, us. you have to s talk the whole summary aloud. Before or, you tell us you like it. Or read every lyric aloud before you send us a single GD text. <laughs> because you know that this is a problem. Um, oh my god. Yeah, okay. so... If you stuck with us for this long... God bless you. We have a special surprise for you. Oh, right. Oh, I almost forgot, forgot about this. Tim forgot about Guys, a special surprise. I apologize. In our research... So we looked up the longest-running musicals. Which is actually kind of an interesting. It is. Again. Let's run them down okay. until we get to this one. Phantom of the Opera, number one with the bullet. Number Chicago, two. number two. Number three, The Lion King. Number four, Cats. Number five, Les Miserables. Hold on. ALW has two in the top five. Which is so frustrating. Which is a crime. Ugh. Anyway, uh, number six. Wicked. Number seven. Number eight. Oh, Calcutta. Yep. Listener, are you thinking to yourself? Fuck's old Calcutta. What is this musical? What it? What it, it's not a musical even. It's a review. We. It's the longest running non musical. It's a musical on Broadway. Are no, they? it's a review. Oh. Um, so, it is a. Well. Show that premiered in 1970 on the West End, and uh, it is quote. An avant-garde theatrical review created by British drama critic Kenneth Tynan. Do you want to read the next line, yeah. Kash? The show, consisting of sketches on sex-related topics, debuted off-Broadway in 1969 and then in West End in 1970. Yeah. So, the thing about this show is it's insane. <laughs> uh, the more we got into it, the more we just... Yeah. There are some songs in it. But there the more are some we got songs. into it, the more we realized it so, just got weirder and weirder. It's it's a collection of short scenes uh -huh. written by, among others, Samuel Beckett. <laughs> John Lennon. Sam Shepard. That's right. John Lennon. <laughs> John Lennon of the Beatles. 
And also, Sam Beckett, Sam Shepard. Not, not lightweight. Nobody. Like, pretty good Although writers. Samuel Beckett did remove his piece later on. He did, yes. You did not want to. His, his show, his uh, piece, Breath, was originally withdrawn. withdrawn, which, oh boy. Um, but the, let's just talk about the John Lennon, John Lennon oh. sketch. Kaj, do you want to read it? Because <laughs> I don't really. in your home. <laughs> it's called Four in Hand. Gross. Yep. It says, a newcomer to a masturbation game can't seem to think of anything to masturbate to. John Lennon. <laughs> Everyone. Which is like, it's insane. You can find the script online, and I really recommend you do. I really recommend. Please send Kaja your favorite line from the <laughs> Please never talk about this with me because again. it's crazy. So with that... Um, the 70s were a weird-ass time. They were bad. They were bad. Um, next week, what are we going to do? I don't know. Okay. Are we going to talk about racist musicals? Maybe. Or Maybe we, we should do a decom and do a musical Okay, we'll do that. a decom. Fine. Okay. We'll talk about it and, uh... We'll announce it on our Instagram. Hit us up later. Thanks for listening. We, we hate you. you, Andrew Lloyd Webber. I hate you, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Bye.